It's two peaches. It's two peaches. It's two peaches. It's two peaches, ATL. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to two peaches. Girl Nikita and Lindsay on the mic. Oh. We're about to bring you a show today, okay? It's been a while, but it's time to catch up. Mm, what you think, what you know about us. You about to learn some more with the flow. That's all I got. So stay tuned for the rest of the episode. Hey! I thought you were going to say afternoon, because then that would have like... Oh, sorry. I was like, girl, I don't when you were rapping, I was like... <laughs> I was like, she could have said this word. <laughs> I'm not a rap. Anyway, welcome back to Two good. Peaches. It's your girl, Lizzy. And Shaquita. We here this afternoon coming in with a brand new episode. Brand new episode. We gotta stop singing though for a whole episode. It's just gonna be singing. <laughs> the anyway, whole time I'm gonna be like, and fuck him. <laughs> This is the singing edition of Two Peaches. (laughs) This is you know how dumb shows do that have like a singing episode. This is it. This is it, guys. She brought me mine. Didn't bring you one. (laughs) My sister don't think I'm thirsty, but she brought Nikita water. Anyway, what's been new, Nikita? A lot. I'm. I've been so busy. Okay, I think I'm like the busiest person in the world. But one of the busiest people in the world, like you, you're really busy too, but I, I've been like 10 times busier lately, but I think it's because I've had the kids so much. Oh, I mean, they're my children, obviously, but like, you're right. I haven't had like a break. I don't feel like I've had a break. And when I do, I'm gone for work. Like I was in Miami for a few days for Mm -hmm. work, came back as, you know, landed and then drove right home to them. And they're so annoying sometimes. You just want a weekend off. Yeah, no, I love them. I mean, obviously, I like spending that time with them, but man. I think that um, is what, like, is different between me and you as, like, young 20, of course, a big difference, is you have children. Like, I'm busy, but my busy is I'm just, like, working a bunch, and um, I have, like, multiple jobs, trying to stack my papers you know, just to like travel. So I'm like traveling a bunch, um, just trying to keep up with different things. But your life is like, you're busy with work. And then on top of it, you're technically like a single mom, right? Mm-hmm. Full-time mom, full-time working mom. Yeah. That's a huge difference. Yeah. Without like, the yeah. s- well, I don't know. You don't have like a constant support. I feel like with, you know, the other side, the other half. The other. The, 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 the other, the other side, the other side. Do you remember that? Yeah. The other side of me. If y'all don't know where that's from, you're not no real millennials anyway. So, in your definition. Okay, so I found this meme the other day because I'm not a single mom. You you're are. not? No. I, I, not yet. I may be pregnant. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It would be an immaculate conception if I'm pregnant. Jesus would have planted the baby in me. Casper. Casper's baby. I read this meme the other day where I was just like, hmm. Okay, it was like, tell me if you agree with it. Okay. Ladies, if your child's father is emotionally, physically, or financially available to their child, you are not a single mother. You are a single woman. I can kind of agree with that. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll give them benefit of the doubt. There's always like that, but if this, but if that, well, but if if the father of your children is physically there for them, is emotionally there for them, and he, you know, prov- provides for them financially, then I mean, if he's doing as much as what he's supposed to be doing, what he's supposed to be doing, you know, like. Okay, this is my thing. Go. And I'm not saying all fathers are like this. I'm not saying all men are like this. But I feel like there's a lot of men out there that when the parents separate and there's children involved, they want everything to be 50-50. And I think society 
kind of has this like unspoken rule that it almost should be like 60 40 70 30 like the men should do a little bit more like the fathers I see it as like ah. that I'm not saying I agree with that but I think that's what society sees but a lot of men want it to be 50 50 so saying if the father is doing his half uh-huh. then yes you are seeing a woman but nine times out of the ten the, the father is not thinks doing. he's doing half yeah when he is freaking not I think half in my brain and I'm not just talking be, about money right no, no I think half in my brain would be le- legit half like you have them half of your time mm-hmm. you pay for half of their activities you're there for them half of the time. Like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes, I don't know, I, I, I'm, I'm not a single mom again, but, like, I feel like men feel like they're, it's it's okay for them to not be there. Like, it's, like, it's fine. Because it's then, the mom's job But then when it. they don't have custody, when it's something, when, like, legality speaking, like, mm-hmm. when they don't have custody of their children, they're, hands are up in the air, and they're, like, they're touching upset. a fan. So, you know, well, then do your fuck half yeah which i mean Lindsay, we've talked about this so many times i know <laughs> so nikita is okay in your opinion are you a single woman or single mom single mother and what why do you think that you're the, a single mother there's no explain? uh he does not do his half that's for sure and i'm not how much percent do you think he's in there what five <laughs> 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 I would say like maybe 25%. Okay. And 25 and the 25% he is there. What is, what does that include? Um, that would just be like the nights or the days that he gets the kids. And he doesn't get them very often. Of course. No. So I'm, let me tell you guys. She's the coolest baby mama, y'all. I am the most down She's the baby mama. baby mama ever. I really am. I'm super flexible. I don't care. Like, if you can't get them this weekend, that's cool. Like you She don't write nothing them. on Facebook or Instagram about the baby daddy. Nothing. No. She's not that baby mama. We have, I feel like we had, okay, this is a very raw Bunch. episode, had, which is past tense. Like, we had a very good co-parenting relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, he would come see them whenever he wanted. I give him, to this day, I still give him the freedom. He can come and go whenever he wants to see the kids. I don't I don't care. I don't care if you want them a whole week to yourself. I mean, I'm going to FaceTime every day. I'm going to miss the hell out of them. I might stop by your house and see them, but <laughs> you can do whatever the hell you want. Um, and then, obviously, you know, like, I'm going to tell you, like, this is how much their daycare is. Like, mm-hmm. let's cut everything in half I don't expect him to give more but when you don't see your kids um you don't even choose to FaceTime them I'm offering up so much more than you deserve not even deserve but like what I feel like my mindset is like if we were to go to court speak to a mediator or a judge lawyer whatever they're not they're gonna screw him over you Mm -hmm. know he's gonna see them twice a month and have to pay like a tremendous amount in child support That's not what I want for him. But I feel like when you're taking advantage of me co-parenting with you the right way, the way that it should be for the kids' sake, to Mm -hmm. see you more often so that they can see you as much as they see me, then that's when I feel like there's an issue. Yeah, and do you think that it's gotten to that point where you're going to have to? Unfortunately. And are you, like, nervous about it? Are you scared of the outcome? Are you just ready to get it over with? A little bit of both. Like, I'm I'm not, I wouldn't say that, well, I wouldn't say that I'm nervous. I'm definitely ready for it to be over with because I know it's quite a process. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing was, like, I had held it off for so long. And, you know, my kids are seven and three. Like, I've, I've been doing this on my own, struggling quite a bit um, for so long because my biggest thing, number one, wasn't, like, money. It wasn't, it wasn't anything like that. It wasn't claiming them as mine. Mine my thing was I want to just have a good co-parenting relationship with him. I wanted us to get along. I didn't want there to be any animosity. I want the kids to see an example that when they grow up, that if two people don't work out, then they can still, I don't even want to use the term friends because no yeah. I don't want to be Amicable. his friend. But yeah, because that's what my parents did. Like yeah. My parents got divorced when I was really young, like one or two. And then my dad got remarried, but there was, I never felt like tension or hostility. Like 
now that I'm older, I can see where there was, Mm -hmm. but growing up, like I could talk to my mom about my stepmom. I could talk to my dad about my mom. I could talk to my stepmom about my mom and they just got along for the sake of me and my brother. And I want that to be with him and I, but I, what is really sad that when money is an issue that's when things start getting nasty yeah and i think if anyone truly knows me out there like i don't give a shit about money i would so much rather like you know they always ask you those questions like would you rather have love or would you rather have a million dollars every month for the rest of your life you know you will see me i could just buy love with a million dollars Lindsay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Somebody, please find her love. <laughs> okay, so there's like a lot of different layers to this. I think this topic because one, you come, you you are a child of your parents being separated. Mm-hmm. I didn't deal with that. I don't. Mean, I don't really know anyone like like in my family that's been divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two, you you had a child very young, yes, and you probably had different obstacles and like uh, judgment than I did. Mm-hmm. So like when you what? How old were you when you preg- when you were pregnant with your first? Um, I had him when I was nineteen, and then second. Oh, what's the math on that one? I think I was like twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. And so, when you got pregnant at nineteen, did you feel like you know, people were judging you, like, right off the bat, looking at you like, teen mom? Oh, for sure. Um, Do you feel still feel that judgment now? I still feel that judgment. Like, we talked about on the dating episode, I mm-hmm. feel like people judge me as a single mother, as just, like, a young, especially when people look at my face, and I'm like, oh, I'm 27, yeah, I have two kids. They're like, what? Especially that your oldest is seven, so they're probably like, damn, baby, she got judgment. Yeah, but he looks like he's 13. Yeah, he is. He um, do. <laughs> but, like, how, what advice would you give to someone that you have learned during that time? I know it's probably like really hard for you. What, what advice would you give like another teen mom? Okay. Um, I mean, obviously one of the biggest things is just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you're, the biggest thing that you're going to be judged on. Yes. You're probably being judged right now for being a a young single mother or just a young mother in general. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing you're going to be judged on and the one that's going to impact you the most is like, how did you overcome that? You know, are you still going to be 30 feeding off of the help of your family? Or are you going to make a name for yourself and show your children that, you know, I had you early, which may not have been the best decision, but I don't regret it. And I still made a name for myself. I still Mm -hmm. made a life for you and us. I think that's like the biggest piece of advice I can give. Cause like, that was what kind of pushed me. You know, Did it get to you sometimes though? Or no, um, you're, were you like one of those people who could just like let it roll off their shoulder? So I'm like, why she a hoe? <laughs> why she had a kid already? So I'm like a type <laughs> seven person, and that just I don't what know that if that means. anyone's into what that. I think it's that? like a enneagram. My cousin showed it to me, but basically, what number am I? I have no. I'll sh- I'll give you okay. the quiz, and we're gonna find out today. <laughs> okay. um, I feel like that has to be a whole nother episode. Oh, because it's actually really interesting. Okay, type. So seven. type seven people are just like I don't give a. I don't care what people think of me. I'm going to do my own thing. So that's very much like me. But I think in that time, yes, it bothered me. But the biggest judgment that I got, um, and, you know, we talked about, like, cultural families was, like, my family. So that I think that one is the one that impacted me the most. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to know. I cared more about what my family felt. And Did you feel like they were disappointed? Oh, for sure. Definitely felt like they were disappointed. And then I felt like. I truly failed them, especially my parents, when mm. their dad and I didn't work out. Oh. But we tried, you know, it was like yeah. nine, ten years to really try to make it work, especially for the kids, and um, it didn't work out, so that's where I feel like I failed the most. So, yeah, it definitely felt like I was being judged. To this day, I probably am, but like I said, I don't really care, so I don't, I can't say because I just, I'm... I don't pay attention. So do, does nothing get to you? Is that what type seven is? Like nothing? Um, It's not that nothing gets to me. It's just that you have your moments of weakness. Uh-huh. That's definitely for sure. Like I've, you know, had my moments of weakness just last week, but I don't feel like it's an everyday thing where like I sit up and think about like my insecurities or like what I need to fix. It's just me. Like it is what it is. Like yeah. this is me. Accept me or love, you know, love me or hate me. I don't really care because 
it's not about them. It's about my children. Yeah. Like I want to build a foundation for them and have them thrive in their life. And I don't quite pay attention to what other people people say say. because it's just, and and it's going to affect them. You know, if I care too much about what someone says, it's going to trickle down to them. Hmm. I wish I was type seven. I care too much what people think. I think I would struggle a lot if I got pregnant very young. One, my mom is, again is a Bible thumper, so she, she probably would crucify me, threw me out the window. <laughs> she probably would. And I don't know what else. I don't know what what else would happen. But, but I like, also ripped feel out my uterus. Like <laughs> I feel like I've met a lot of. Um, I think I was also like really insecure about being a young mother at a young age because my relationship with their father wasn't great. Like, yeah. You know, we didn't work out now, but like back then we weren't working out either. Yeah. Like when I mean we were together for nine years, it was because we were really trying to make things work. It wasn't because like we like, I don't think we really wanted to be together. Were you really scared after you got pregnant with your second one? Like, no, because at that point I had a great job and I was able to hold my own. No, I mean, but like in the relationship wise, were you like, not no, like scared? No. Were you okay with him being like the dad? Was he yeah, I was at the okay. Moment? Yeah, so like honestly, when we were when we were pregnant the second time, he was he was better. Um, but then we were great. You know, it was it was almost I don't want to say perfect, but mm-hmm. everything was great. Everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think some things just kind of triggered our old ways, mm-hmm. and I realized some in my PTSD. head. Mm-hmm, I realized in my head like. I remember there was like one fight and that was it for me because in my mind I was like, we will never change Mm -mm. this. What impacted us years and years and years, years ago is still haunting us to this day. And I'm kind of freaking over it. Did it take you like multiple times to like leave him? Oh, definitely. And my mom told me like, I love my mom. And she told me that you're going to know when it's time to end. You're just going to know. You're going to wake up one day, you're going to know, and you're going to have no feelings. And I think Ooh. every girl has gone through it. Fuck me. <laughs> I think every girl has gone through it. <laughs> not me. <laughs> she said, every girl, I'm not that girl. Okay. Anyway. Well, I think a lot of women a have gone women. through it. <laughs> We're like, you know, you tell a guy what he does wrong, and he's like so mean to you about it, like denies it, whatever. Like, it's all you. And then you leave and they come back crawling and like, you know, like begging. Yeah. Begging for you back. (laughs) Um, and she was like, he's going to come back one day and you're going to know it's over because you're not going to feel a thing. You're not going to feel any sympathy for him. (gasps) Nothing like that. And sure enough that one day I didn't feel anything. I was like, this is what my mom was talking about. Yeah. He didn't, I don't, from the outside, from knowing you, I feel like, You were like tried to stay very strong for your kids. Mm-hmm. You tried to make the relationship work, and I feel like he kind of had like a like a hold on you a little bit. But I wasn't friends with Nikita during like that nine years because I think I would have snatched her out of it. <laughs> if I there, your mother would have snatched, snatched her out of it. But like, um, I feel like during that time. Sorry, backtrack. During that time, were there people around you that were like, Nikita, no, like you need to leave? Yes. Or were there more people like, no, stay together for the kids? Like what, what was what was outweighing more? There was both. But the most of the majority of the people were telling me to leave. And I think I lost a lot of friends oh, because no. people were like, she's an idiot, she's not going to leave type of thing. And look back at now and like it sucks, you know? But in the end, they weren't really my friends I to begin gonna with. I was going to say that because yeah. they should have just – um, supported you right in your decision. So I had Even like it was dumb. three really <laughs> close girlfriends that mm-hmm. were kind of with me from the very beginning from when I got pregnant in high school up until like today I'm still friends with them. Mm-hmm. And they knew like they were just like Nikita you need to leave blah blah blah. And even today they're telling me like you should have filed for child support a long time ago this have you know things like that like they know everything that's going on. So like they've always had my back. But I think for them, they knew at the end of the day, they were just going to have to sit there and support me. And I was just going to have to learn the hard way or figure Mm -hmm. it out on my own. I mean, that's like any person. If they continuously make not the right decision for their life, it's not a decision at the point. It's just a bad habit. Yeah. So for me, it was just thinking about my kids. And I think my biggest thing was like, 
I didn't know what it was like to have my parents together growing up. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that for my kids. Mm. But now looking at it, I was like, I love the way that I love people and like my relationships with people. I would much rather want my kids to see what strong, healthy relationships are versus a quote, complete family mm-hmm. living under one roof, yeah. which could be a total disaster. Do you think if he had like stepped up that or like stepped up as like was a great dad the relationship would have lasted yeah I don't know that it would have lasted I think it would have been really different because my thing it wasn't only I'm not saying that he did everything wrong there were a lot of things I mean I met him when I was 14 I was really young I was still growing up when we were together Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of things that I did wrong as well which you know what I'm saying like when I was if I were still with him I probably wouldn't be able to admit that But now that, like, we're apart, I feel like I've grown a lot. Mm -hmm. But I think the biggest thing for me, it wasn't – it didn't – I don't know how to put this in words. It wasn't like he had failed me and hurt our relationship, only that, because, yes, he did a lot of things that hurt me. But most importantly, I felt like he failed his kids. Like, I felt like he did a lot of things. Like, he could have been terrible to me, but if he was great to the kids, I think it would be a different story. And, like, now that you're not together, what, like, what do you want from him? Like, what exactly, like, what type of father do you want him to be that he's not completely right now? Like, if he could hear this right now and he's listening, be like, what do you want? What do you want him to do? To be a consistent father to his children. Consistency in seeing them. Mm-hmm consistency and communication with me and just consistency most importantly in their emotional support that they need from him yeah I feel like he needs to step up in in the sense of like come see them during the week you don't only need to see them and I've said that every other week and you know or like um it's summertime take them for the week take them somewhere take them camping take them fishing this is like a pivotal moment in like in their lives and I'm the kind of mom where, like, you know, I feel like a lot of – there's a lot of hostility when people separate. And mm-hmm. then people, you know, are like, oh, you can only see them on your designated days. And you have to give me money at this time of month. Things like that. I am like, you can see them whenever you want. Now that it's the summertime, my oldest is not in school. You can – I don't care if you want him for a full week. Why don't you yeah. take off a full week and come hang out with him or, you know – in his parents too like why don't you guys come see them more than you do and I just I just feel like it's gonna this makes me sad because I feel like it's gonna impact when they grow up they're only gonna remember seeing oh I think I remember seeing dad like you know twice a month or they're gonna remember this and I think he's gonna regret it when they're like older and Mm -hmm. because I have a cousin that my uncle okay he, he, he that uncle. You know about that uncle in your family that just got a bunch of kids. Anyway, his oldest daughter that we grew up with her. So we kind of like, like a little bit like raised her. We babysat her. She's 18 now. And like, whenever I talk to her, I get like super sad because she's always just like, um, I'm like, do you see your dad? She's like, uh, I seen her in, in May. And she's like, oh, the last time I seen him was, um, Christmas. And I was like five months ago. She's like, yeah, he like doesn't come around and stuff like that. And I'm like, um, he gets upset because when he'll make up plans with her, she's at the age now, she, he used to lie so much being like, I'm going to come pick you up. I'm going to get you every weekend. And he would never come around. And you know, she was like sad. She was young. She didn't understand. But now that she's like 18, he wants to get like lunch with her. And she's like, no, I have plans with my friends and he gets upset. But I'm like, you, you, you don't have, you don't have the authority to be upset because during her pivotal moments in her life, you was not there. So she's not going to make the time for you like you didn't make the time for her in the past. So, like, that's why I'm thinking it's going to – and I think it's affected him now. I think it does hurt him. He doesn't want to, like, show it. But I think that's what's going to end up happening to, to the boy's dad, especially if someone comes in and steps in and is doing a better role than you are. Mm-hmm. They're going to appreciate – it's kind of what's happening right yeah, now. Gonna I feel like he's a little threatened. Yeah, I was going to say they're going to appreciate the person who stepped in. I've seen that all the time where kids are closer to their – stepfathers and their own father Mm -hmm. that is a shame but see that's what the thing was was like 
I've seen it, you know, we've all seen it, whether mm -hmm. it's on like TV or like people that we know in real life, we see how like things should be mm -hmm. and how we want them to be versus like the reality of it. And unfortunately I'm just, you know, I have to accept the fact that this is reality. Like he just, before things were okay and like he was seeing the kids a lot and was really involved in their life even after we were separated but because I feel like I did a lot of the work like continuous like hey do you want to do this with the kids you want to come do this and I that was one of the downfalls in our relationship was that I did everything yeah I worked my butt off I was in school I raised both of the kids you know I was the ultimate like breadwinner in the family because I made more money than him mm -hmm. and I did everything so I think he was used to that and still is of me doing everything like texting I'm like hey you know the boy I think you're gonna get to a point where you just don't you're not I've I, that's I'm way past that point and I think that's why we're at the point we are now is because I'm not doing his job for him like I was before so now are you I feel like are you gonna be like him communicate to you and when he wants to get them or you're not yes. going to, I have been doing that for almost a year now. Does he reach out though? Does he like, okay, I'm going to get them Saturday. Uh, I can remember maybe twice. He doesn't reach out. I reach out to him to just confirm like, Hey, are you getting the boys this weekend? That's the only times I'll reach out to him because ultimately I need to know because when he picks them up on Fridays, it's always like at a weird time. Like mm -hmm. sometimes it's like two in the afternoon. Sometimes it's late in the evening. So I just need to know because one, I need to know where the boys need to be. Mm -hmm. And then two, I need to know where I need, where I'm going to be. Like, am I going to be with them or, you know? Um, so those are the only times I reach out. And I think just a couple times he's reached out on his own when like he wants to FaceTime them during the week. It just makes me sad because the youngest one, my mom watches the youngest one. And like the, there'll be times where he like is not himself. You like know how he is. But then, like, you know he's not because he literally misses his dad. And I can distinctly remember this one day. He just kept crying for his dad. And it, like, broke my mom's heart, too. And my mom does not hold her tongue. So when he came to pick him up, my mom was like, you need to come. Let me do her accent. You need to come see your son. He miss you. He quiet all day for you. And, like, he just laughed about it, kind of laughed it off, you told me. But I'm just like, nah, like, this is legit. People are starting to see it crumble like mm -hmm. it's so your mom and my mom talked about that oh really and my mom said that his excuse to your mom was that he lives too far away that's what my that's what my mom said and i said Homie how lives is too far it's like maybe 45 minutes 40 minutes 45 minutes that's far and do you guys know how many times i've offered up to just meet him halfway yeah so it's just like at the point i feel like a lot of judgment probably is on you but people don't even know like mentally what you are going through as a single mom you're not a single woman you're a single mom like mm -hmm. and I feel like people are judging you will judge you which it sucks because I know you because I've even had people judge her based on like <laughs> on like she, so me and her used to hang out all the time shut your mouth okay we used to hang out all the time bitch used to always be in my instagram stories all the time and so i guess people just but but also people need to remember that her son comes to my house i still live at home every so single day i would see her all the time even if it was like oh let's go to the groger get some groceries and i'll mm -hmm. go with her but like people just assume like she was always with me and she was like neglecting her kids i had someone message me I don't know why or like what what was their reasoning behind it, but it was just kind of like, I have a question. Why? How does your friend have so much time to like spend with you? Because we had went to Charlotte, and I was like, well, I mean, she makes her own schedule. She makes time for her friends and family. She balances everything, and her um, like baby's dad gets them every couple weekends or whatever. But in my head, I was like, it's none of your freaking business. What she want to do with her time is what she want to do with her time. I'm sorry she's not like one of those like, Nikita's not one of those like stay-at-home moms whose her whole life is consumed with her children. It's important that you put your children like at the top, but I think you should put yourself first. I don't know. I don't have any kids, but. No, it's the truth. And that was, again, that was something that 
didn't work out in our relationship was that he thought that I should always put the kids first. And then he would complain when, like, I didn't put him first. It's like, what's wrong? Um, what's wrong? But <laughs> most importantly, like, I should put myself first before both of them because I'm the one who's taking care of everyone if I'm freaking mentally insane going crazy because yeah. I haven't had time to, like, go hit the gym for 30 seconds or freaking go to CVS by myself. Yeah. Can't even wipe my own ass in the bathroom with some fingers sticking under the door. <laughs> then, yeah, that's going to be a damn problem. That would be for anyone. Imagine yeah. putting work. Like, if you're a single person... And, you and you're a man, work. and you put work before anything. You're going to go crazy. It's yeah. everyone. You literally, in every situation, I think you have to remember, I mean, depending on, like, if you're spiritual or not, like, some people put God first, which that's fine, but then I feel like you need to be, like, the second or first mm-hmm. thing because, it, it like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I don't understand what the mentality of, of like, just because she has children, she can't have fun anymore. You, uh, like, wrong That's because there's such like, thing of having fun with my children yeah like again Stupid. same with my sister like she ju- debbie just popped up the baby out of the vagina mm-hmm. and she's had she her re- nails she, done she got her nails done she about who want the baby she's not she needs to remember herself you need to remember yourself first and i feel like as a society 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 what is that a society <laughs> society um as women especially because i i mean most of our listeners are women we have to remember to like uplift other women. We need to remember not to judge other women. We're already being judged by these dog men. Why are we gonna judge each other? Like, and especially moms, mothers. Like, yeah, single moms. You guys can relate to me yeah, the most. Like, especially mothers judging mothers. I don't ever get that. Y'all know it's hard. The baby be waking up, crying, no sleep. You know it's hard. So I don't understand what the judgment is. I know working mothers that judge stay-at-home mothers. And yeah. I know stay-at-home mothers that judge working mothers. Breastfeeding like, mothers. Oh, judging. she stays at home. She doesn't do anything all day. She doesn't have to no. work and then come home and take care of the kids. Oh, she's a working mom. She leaves her kids at daycare till 6 p.m. Bitch, I don't have a choice. Okay? <laughs> I don't have a choice. I don't have someone to help me out pick up the kids before 4 o'clock. I don't have any of that. And yeah, stay-at-home moms, that shit's really hard, okay? It is. You, you can't get, get anything a, you done. You don't get to talk to an adult. No. You got to go boo-boo-gaga with your baby all day. Because you got to take the baby everywhere with you. Everywhere. It's on your hip. You can't even take a nap. No. You got to match wh- your nap. And there are some babies out there that just want to be held all the time. So yeah. I feel for all mothers out there, but I hear nothing but judgment. Like, yeah, people really come to me judging sad. other mothers. And then what? now that I'm in this situation, like, and I'm not going to lie. I have been the one to judge, too. But, like, now that I'm in this situation, I see it is not being – it's not hard. It's not easy either, like, being a single mother, not a single woman, but being a single mother and also, like, dating. You know, you people judge you all the time, like, yeah. oh, well, she oh, should have done this. Or, like, she introduced him to the kids or, like – First of all, suck my dick, y'all. I'm going to do whatever I feel like is right <laughs> for my kids. <laughs> The only thing I can say I don't from the outside looking in is I don't understand if you're just dating someone and you let the child call them daddy. <laughs> no. I don't know. That confuses me because I feel like that confuses the child. It does, and especially when their father is so involved. Yeah. I've seen that. I don't understand it, and I've heard people say. I mean, I'm not going to judge it, but I'm just like, what if you – it's not permanent. What if that person goes, then the next person going to be daddy? Then they're going to go up thinking they have five daddies. But ultimately, I think, too, it's the father. Like, if the father is cool with it, then who are we to say that Same the kids thing. should say? Because I've asked that. I'm like, you know, I've asked um, actually a guy friend of mine who has a son, and his son calls another man dad. And I was like, does that bother you? And he was like, he's like, yeah, but no, because that man has been in his life for a long time. Like, I get it. I think when he gets older, he'll correct himself. So he was very mature about it. But then, okay, like, why do I need to feel a certain type of way about it? Or why do I need to judge the mom or the parents at all? Like, it's really the dad. I mean, if it's okay, but I feel like if it's, like, you dated him for one month and the kids call him daddy. Then he better be the freaking one. Daddy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because I feel like. I hear you. Like, are there things that from your childhood from being, like, from a, quote, unquote, broken family. Mm Mm-hmm. That tri- like you think messed you up or could mess somebody mess a kid up? Did you not understand like, love? Don't talk to your children about the other the other parent. 
like poorly. Because it's gonna make you resent. Or both even parents. yeah, or even um, or even around like if I'm talking to you mm-hmm. and my kids are playing on the floor, no, they're listening. Yeah. Don't like, don't do that. Or if you're gonna use like a code name or something like that, but like I do my hardest to not talk about their dad in front yeah. of yeah sometimes i fail because like sometimes i really need to talk to you Lindsay, yeah. and they're around we need to come up with another name craig craig <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why craig but but um <laughs> yeah i would just say that's like the biggest whether you're in a broken family or like you know co-parenting relationship or when you're in a good relationship i don't like when you're together i still think that's something like just don't Talk about the other parents. Yeah, it's not the fair. Kids. They're mm-hmm. not there to defend themselves. And those kids are like sponges, you know? Yeah. They're going to just believe everything that you say. And I know that some parents can be really messed up and manipulate their children to, mm-hmm. like, not like the father or not like their mom. But, you guys, like, these are just innocent kids that just want to play freaking Hot Wheels and Play-Doh and, you know, like, just don't ruin that for them. If you feel like you're the parent and you really have their best interests and let them be kids. My wish for the boys is to hopefully like after you go through this court and you know that he will magically step up and that they won't remember this past year because it's not been from the outside looking in, it hasn't been very. No. He hasn't been very influential on them. I feel like I have more influence on them. <laughs> I just yeah. met them. Like, um, I I hope they don't remember it, and that like he does start stepping up, and they remember him. Like, oh, do you remember that time we went to the lake with dad or something? Like, I I want them to remember that stuff, and like this kind of like be a distant memory. Like they don't. I hope so too. And yeah. I think it will. I don't know. I mean, my oldest one is. I think he's only seven, no, but he's, he's seven, but he's smart. And he's he so smart. And he's like a, like I said, he's like a teenager now. He just like retains everything in his mind. I mean, he mm-hmm. freaking remembers a casserole that I made last year that he wants me to remake. And I don't know how to do that, <laughs> but you better find the recipe. <laughs> I got mom. to, if you want to be the super mom, you need to find that casserole recipe. You guys know we can <laughs> eat, man. That boy can eat. I know. Um, but I'm not bashing him, you know, at the end of it's the day, he bashing. is their father. Like You're just they frustrated. love him. I am just super frustrated because you know what a good father is. That's what makes it like because he used to be like that. Yeah, you know, but not only that, point. your father is good. Yeah, my father is awesome. You want your child to have the same father that you had, and yeah. when you when you know how a father can be, it makes you like disappointed and sad that like someone that you loved and that you had children is not doing what he's supposed to be doing. It's not fair. Like life isn't fair, but it's just like. It's not fair to innocent kids. To yeah. me, that doesn't make sense. From the outside looking. You want me to be a baby daddy? I, I don't know if I could support you. <laughs> yes, you could. You have a but great I job. Could take him, I could take them to, um, to the lake. Take them fishing <laughs> for me. me to, I could take them fishing. I don't know how. But take them to the learn. batting cage. We can't. We can try. I, I don't know how to do it. But Maybe along the way, you'll find your baby daddies. <laughs> he better step That'd it up, That'd be though. good. No, I don't want to be baby daddy. I want to be my husband and father. Your husband slash baby daddy. A husband daddy. slash father slash baby daddy. <laughs> slash you a baby daddy. Baby no baby daddy. <laughs> Ew, do you guys call your partner daddy? Yes. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I call him big Wait. dick daddy. <laughs> BDD. <laughs> okay, Ew. okay. This is not about me. This is not about me. Um, my kids have, you know, their dad, I'm not saying he's like this terrible father who's like absent and blah, blah. It's just. He's not, he's not ooh. at his full potential. I just want to slap him across the face. And, and your mom said it. Your mom said like, maybe something's going on with him and I don't know. But I, you know, I feel like. That's what my mom thinks. Like maybe he's like mentally not okay. Okay. Like he can't mentally step up. I'm sorry. Strong. I'm not trying to make that's this about. Women, but that's what makes women stronger. I'm not trying to make this like about he he says she said type thing or like uh-huh. oh I'm I've been off worse than you. Women go through terrible postpartum depression, and they don't have the support of their spouse. They don't because they don't understand. Nope. Right now, I can't give you any sympathy because I have 
been fighting postpartum depression when I had the kids, mm-hmm. and I'm still doing everything that I can to make sure that you can see them. Yeah. And if you are going through something, I'm sorry. Get women, out. Women are much stronger than men. They are. Because we freaking do everything. But you know that's why women live longer, because they seek help when they're not okay. Men have a mentality. He probably has a mentality like, I don't need to see anyone. Like, I can do it on Right. Me. But he's... Maybe he's like drowning in his. But if he is going through that, I just need him to let me know. Yes. And then maybe I can help. But right now, he's, he's not, not telling me that. Anything. I can't make that assumption. So as for right now, I don't give a shit what's going on in your life. Yeah. You need to make your kids number one. You do. And he's complaining to me like work has gotten the way. And but in my this head, I'm that. like. In my head, I get that working in the way, but for real, what what are you a surgeon? But that's how you do heart surgery every day. <laughs> But that's how <laughs> I feel like I'm very good to, like, your friend who kind of called me out. Yeah. And stuff. Uh, but I feel like that's how I'm really good at just functioning in my life is because I organize in a way where, like, I don't like to cross things mm. together. Like, when I'm at work, I work. When I'm with my kids, I'm with my kids. I don't ever bring work home. Yeah. I don't try to multitask and do homework, you know, while I'm hanging out with the kids. It's, like, undivided attention, and it just makes things easier for me. So that's a tip, but mm-hmm. I, I'm doing everything that I can for myself and for the kids. I can't do his job for him. And I feel yeah. like that's what I've been doing for years. Yeah. And basically I, th- I just need him to grow up and do his own because I've been doing it for him. But do you think, mm, I feel like you have found someone in your life that is stepping up, unfortunately, more than their dad. Mm-hmm. Are you almost at the point of just like, whatever. Like, whatever you want to do, I just need you to give me money to support them. If you don't want to be in their life, you don't want to be in life, I, to support them. I am very much at that point, but I don't think it's because of my significant other that I have now. I think it's because, like I said, I've been doing this way too long. I'm exhausted, and now that I do have someone in my life, it's not like someone in my life that can replace him and take care of my kids with me. It's someone in my life that's now that I have to put a focus on too to make sure that he's happy and ha- that we have a healthy relationship too. Mm-hmm. I can't make sure that I have a healthy relationship with my kids, that I have a healthy relationship with my boys, that I have a healthy relationship with my family, that I work, go to school, do all these things, and then, then I have sure to make sure that they're dad. Okay. Yeah. yeah, like no, I feel like that's something you need you to do to, it on your own. I feel like that's something you just feel something. Like in my brain, right. I don't. I know it's hard because I. I'm again. I'm not in your shoes, but in my brain, I just like that's. I'm at that point. Yeah. I'm at that point where I'm just like, uh, go. Just see, and that's what check. all my friends were like. They were so frustrated because they were just like, why can't you just let it go? Or like, not no. let it go, but just like, I'm at the point where I don't. I don't want you to use any more of your energy to fight right. over something. I don't want you to take any more out, out else out of you to mm-hmm. try to make something work that's like not gonna work. And quite honestly, I always thought, I always had that mindset, which was really, really bad. But man, I've grown up so much. Do you think but that I had what's something that we can learn that us single women, because not all of us are baby mamas. <laughs> I'm so bad. But what is something that we can learn, like that we can take away from you when we become mothers? And just, what if we are put in that type of situation? Just give the other person benefit of the doubt. Like, it really is true you don't know what other people are going through. You think you have met someone who's like your partner in life, your best friend, everything like that. You don't know that they could be fighting some mental health issues. Um, you just don't know what the other person is going through. My thing is that with him, I've always given him the benefit of the doubt. Yes. Too and much it's though, been <laughs> seven years. Yeah. So now at this point, I just think it's not even like he's going through something. It's just. He, this is how he functions. This is who he is. And, you know, but before, like, my mindset was when we first separated, or even when we were together, and I was just so ready for the relationship to be over, my my mindset was things would just be so easier if he just, if he don't half-ass it, either you really care and you want to be there, or you just disappear. That, I always thought that was easier on us, Um, but it's actually, you know... Obviously, I want him around, but fortunately, my boys have some really, really amazing people in their lives. Like, they have my dad. They love my dad, and they love, love, love my brother. Mm-hmm. So, my brother's, like, been super awesome, and I don't know. For me, lately, it's, like, when 
my kids want to see their dad and they mention him, bring him up, and they really miss him. Because my oldest one has no shame in saying, like, I miss dad. My youngest mm-hmm. one will tell stories about his dad. He be making up whole lies. He does make up they lies. They done seen a dinosaur. They climb Mount Everest. A wolf bit <laughs> they, him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A di- Girl, he saw a big, big, not just a big, a big, big dinosaur with his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so when I know when they're, like, missing their dad, I just have to, like, call up my brother you know, like, maybe we'll go to his house or something like that. You know so. what's good is that they do have those, like, male figures mm-hmm. in their lives. Like, I think this, as bad as it sounds, I think if you had girls, it would have affected them a little bit more. Because I feel like, well, actually, no, I would have been around. But, like, <laughs> I think maybe, like, I feel like a lot of male-female issues happen when they grow up. Like, where their daddy's not around. Yeah. More so than a man. Which... I read somewhere that it's more, it impacts the kids' lives more when their dads aren't around versus their mom. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, I just want to shake them on the shoulder and be like, hello. Yeah, because I can't imagine like growing up and my dad not being there. Yeah. And I want to know for any of the men that are listening or, you know, women that have an opinion on this, but like my boyfriend's awesome, has really stepped up. And even when the boys talk about their dad to him and like say that they miss him, he handles it very, very well. Like he doesn't want to replace him. Or anything yeah. like that. He just wants to be their friend and wants to be there for them and be like the best support system that he can be. But so their dad has brought this to my attention that like he's like not comfortable with the boys like spending time with him and stuff like that. Not because of I don't know this guy, but because he's like I don't get to do that with them. Who fought that boy? Who fought is that? <laughs> Nobody else but him. yours, right? <laughs> so and it kind of feel like me I'm off. scared, like in the future like when they do meet that i think your significant other now will be like cool because he he's he like, wants to meet he's their cool dad as a cucumber <laughs> he's not <laughs> phased by anything yeah like he's just kind of like meh and then Monotone. But, yeah, <laughs> I, but i think i think that's what it is hold on, hold on say yeah he's very monotone he just is very mellow but i think when they when he meets baby daddy that like there's going to be a lot of animosity coming from baby daddy. See, that's what I'm afraid gonna, of. They're going to, yeah, there's a lot. They might to scrap. Think about. I okay, mean, it may be, they're both, they're both kind of the same a little bit, like in the attitude of sense of, they don't look like fighters. They don't No, Like they're not like hothead. Does that make sense? They're both kind of like, meh. But you know, <laughs> I learned a lot about baby daddy. He will argue with a fence post. Like he's never, he's one of those people that he's never wrong. Yeah, but I don't think they'll be like. No, they won't. I wouldn't let that happen. That sounded like pound, like. That sounded like SEX. <laughs> Not like, like fighting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think like I've learned a lot from you in the sense of a single mom. So what's the biggest thing that you've learned? I think from I've because you know I'm not gonna lie. You know when you look on the outside looking in, you're just like, oh damn, like why she. Why she wasn't on birth control? Like, why she had kids with him? Like, Mm -hmm. she knew he wasn't good. She knew he wasn't going to be around. But, like, did you? No. Kids change everything. (laughs) No, you didn't. And then, like, did you know that he was going to turn out like that or, like, be like that? No. And, I mean, I guess some situations are different, but I think from a a single woman looking from the, like, a single mom perspective, I think you guys have to go through a lot, and it's not fair. I think that's every aspect of your life you are judged but like i feel like when there's kids involved you shouldn't judge unless you're not taking care of your children which you are i i mean i've known some women that don't take care of their children and in my mind i'm like something's wrong with you because yeah it's because it's a maternal thing you know you just want to be, be missing my kids. niece and nephew like i mm-hmm. birthed them so i can imagine what it's like when i have my own when they come out, when I push them out. I, mm. But I also take a step back. I'm like, I don't know what this person is going through. Exactly. Again, could be postpartum. You don't know. It could be, but I'm talking about like the people who literally do not like abandon their children. I just, that to me, I don't, will never understand because I take care of sick children all the time and I'm like, yeah. how? With this innocent. You don't, you really yeah. don't understand. I mean, unless the person's like straight up physically abusive and you don't want to have sympathy for them. But yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's just my personal personality type too. I try to see it from all different perspectives. Yeah. I don't I don't like to judge people or make like assumptions. I try to see I try to I usually do try to see like 
the good in people, but I don't know. Whenever it comes to children, that kind of like tugs at my heart a little bit. It's Mm -hmm. like a little bit different. Like I'm always like, you're innocent until proven guilty. Honestly, that's how I am. You're innocent until you you're Mary Magdalene when I look at you, until (laughs) proven guilty. Like I will look at a woman and I won't judge her until I know really know her. Yeah. And I want everyone to know, too, that there are some mothers out there that do take care of their children, but they're they're not what mothers should be. Like, there are some mothers out there that, you know, oh, I'm a single mom. I work really hard. I do everything I can for their kids when rea- in reality they're holding their kids from their fathers. Oh. Like, there's so many different that's situations. That's different layers. See, that's what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. There's so many layers to this. But, like, I'm glad that our listeners got to know you a little bit because – we are we we differ, but we the same, but we different. <laughs> I and again, I'm not like bashing. I'm not bashing. I just She's just t- telling it from her perspective. This was like a really raw and very very personal topic for me. I told Lindsay that I wasn't sure how I was gonna feel about this going was in. Was that a good interview, or was that like Wendy Williams or like Oprah? But you're a lot hotter than Wendy Williams. I don't want to compare you to her. <laughs> no. God, okay. she's so Are freaking over weird. Or like, who was I? Like, when I interviewed um, Was I a good interviewer? Yes. Uh, thank you, friend. We thank can you, say friend. you're like Oprah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I do. Okay, so this is just a very raw topic for me. Kind of uncomfortable, but I just. You did good. I wanted to be honest with everyone. You did good. I think. I think we can all take something out of this. Like, I hope so. Don't judge a single mom. She's doing the best she can. And <sighs> talk to the fellows who don't come around to their children. Speak to them. Speak to them. And there are single moms, or there's moms out there too that don't want to see their kids. Yes. But just ask them, like, what's what going on up? with you? Don't even make it about the kids at that point. What's yeah. going on in their head? What's yeah, wrong check, with them? Check, check on your, check on your check friends on your people. who have kids. Because they, they, see if they're doing all right. Because you want them to be healthy and yeah. happy before they try to take care of these children. Because mm-hmm. what if they're rubbing their sadness and negative energy onto them? And then they're going to grow up and be bullies. And be Trump supporters. Mm. Oh! If you would... Let me not even get into that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, we not... We we know who our listeners do, do with, okay? Um. All right. So... Thank you for tuning in to episode... What episode are we on? I don't know. It's Girl, been a long season. We on six, girl. Thank you for tuning in to episode six. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at 2PeachesATL. Don't forget to share our podcast with your friends because you know you want your friends to listen to us too, okay? Follow us because we have an amazing summer ahead of us. We do, y'all. We better go to Mexico. I'm gonna make out with somebody in Mexico. Y'all, y'all just stay tuned. With tongue. With that's make out, dummy. True. <laughs> <laughs>